Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. Thank you for being here with me once again as we um, kick off another episode. And um, I admit, it, it has been some time, and uh, I'll explain myself. <laughs> um, but a lot, uh, in a way, a lot's been going on, but maybe not as much as I hope, um, uh, or in a sense where I, you know... It's good that it hasn't been too incredibly busy, but there have been things that have been going on, so to speak. So, but I'm here with you now. So that's what's important, right? Um, today we have a kind of a little bit of a, a special episode in a sense. Um, you know, to start off, we had um, sad news of. Uh, Carl Weathers, which is a.k.a. Apollo Creed, he passed away on February 1st, peacefully at his home. Um, I also want to give honor to Burt Young, because he actually passed away October 8th of last year, and I don't think we said anything about him, uh, unfortunately. Maybe I did, I, I don't know, but I, I'd like to give honor to those two stars, um, because they were important, right? And in honor of that, um, you know, um, I'm going to play something that is probably going to be pretty obvious, but I think it's, it's important to honor those two, and we'll talk about it. Here we go. in the background a little bit all right (sighs) rest in peace Carl Weathers aka Apollo Creed but that's not the only obviously films he made right um he was also I believe in uh Law and Order which I thought he was pretty good in that right um but he was also in uh, uh more recently in some of the sagas of Star Wars, which, to be honest, I don't even know what they are. I just read about them. I know he was an athlete. I believe he was a linebacker for the uh, the Raiders. Um, but but let's first talk about you know the significance of 
Apollo Creed, right? Now, all of you who hear me, you've probably heard me talk about, you know, Rocky, and maybe those of you who've read my blogs have seen that I post sometimes about Stallone and Rocky and 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 and, and just the significance um, of Rocky the movies, the films, right? Uh, I'm not as motivated when it comes to the Creed movies. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they're good. Um, you know, uh, one and two, three, I didn't really care for. I'm sorry. <laughs> because Stallone wasn't involved, right? Um, but the original, where it all started, right? Rocky. Rocky one, two, three, four, right? I mean, Apollo was in all four movies, right? You know, we all know what happened to Apollo Creed at the end there, but, you know, which, which was, it's still upsetting today, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it's hard watching the four, um, you know, and um, seeing what he went through, right? Um, he was an athlete, right? In a sense, right? And he was an athlete in real life, but in the film, he was an athlete who, you know, he was already not old, but he was in, up in age where, you know, it, uh, athletes shouldn't be doing certain things like boxing at a certain age, you know, because they're they're not as they once young as they once were, right? Um, you know, but I, I don't believe um, that Rocky could have been the way it was without... Carl and Apollo Creed, right? Um, although Stallone, at Rocky One, he was an unknown, right? No one knew who, who Stallone was. I mean, um, I believe, you know, uh, Carl brought star power, you know, and there was also others, obviously, you know, um, Burt Young, right? And uh, Mickey, right? Mick, <laughs> you know. Um, I always forget his full name, to be honest. I, that, forgive me. Um, Burgess Meredith, excuse me. <laughs> I, was, I, I should know better, right? Excuse me. Uh, you might say I'm not a, I'm not a real Rocky fan if I don't even know the real actor's name, right? Um, these are incredible people, actors, obviously, and Talia, right? Adrian, right? Um, who's still alive? And then, unfortunately, um, Sage Stallone, you know, passed away. I think in 2013 um, or 14. So, you know, many of the actors, and also Duke. Let's not forget Duke, right? Um, and Duke was played by, let's see, forget his name. Forget, what was his name? I'm looking up now. <laughs> What was his name? We always want to give honor to them. You know, that's why the name's important. 
right? Because we never want to forget um, who that person was, right? Tony Burton, right? Tony Burton. That was his name, right? Hopefully I got that right. Mm. Yeah, Tony Burton. Um, he passed, obviously. And let me see, you know, when he passed. He passed in 2016. So it's a while ago for him, right? Um, so, again, these actors, right, they're, they're in their 70s now. Um, I will say that, you know, one day, obviously, Rocky will die, right? But will not die. He lives in infamy through his movies, through his image, through everything. And then Adrian, right? She She's still alive, right? Um, thank goodness, right? Uh, I'm sure there's other people that are still alive today. Oh, yeah, and I'm sorry. I always forget Dolph. <laughs> who, who, who cannot forget Dolph, which is Drago? Right, he's still alive, obviously, you know. So there are still actors that are alive today, right? And uh, as far as Dolph, he's 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 alive and kicking still. Um, but I I don't know how much longer he'll be around, you know. Um, I've read stories that he has cancer or he's sick, um, but I think he still continues to make movies, right? Um, which hasn't slowed him down. But anyways, um, when you think about Apollo, and fictionally it's a film obviously, but giving Rocky the chance, um, a nobody, and then Rocky proving him wrong, and the world, right? And, And what is that such an incredible amount of motivation for each and every one of us who people doubt where we put so much stock into what other people think of us that we have to do our best to prove them wrong, to shut them up, right? And, you know, even Rocky in the film, he, he didn't want even a, he didn't even want to fight Apollo, right? He, he actually turned them down. Um, but he was poor, right? He needed money, right? Um, and certainly, you know, he, he, he's glad he did it. It changed his life forever, you know. And, and that's obviously something that happens to many of us is that um, we take chances that change our life forever, right? And I mean that forever. And so... We have to take those chances, right? We have to take those risks. There are risks that I have taken in my life that I'm, I'm thankful for, right? For instance, years ago, not too long ago, when I was laid off from my banking job, I went to go work for a company that... I took a job that I didn't even know how to do it. I, I had never done it before. It was a very technical job. And it started me on the path to like project management, um, which was great. Taking me from there after I was fired from that job over into my other job, 
right, where I was laid off, and now I'm in a new company, right? Um, so, and, and hopefully the future is bright there, you know? Um, l- looking forward to it, right? Only time will tell, and only God will tell. Meaning, only God knows, right? Only God knows the future, right? So we'll see what happens. If God keeps me there for long periods of time, we'll see, right? I'm hopeful, right? So what has been going on in my world since we last spoke, right? Um, Training, mostly at my new job. Um... I know we had the new year with Christmas, and I know it's already February, so I feel like I haven't spoken to you out there for about a month now, and it's possible I haven't, and I'm sorry about that, right? Um, things are slowly getting better, I will say it like that, right? I'm getting more comfortable in my position. Um, the people there are incredible. In my opinion, they're very nice professionals, giving me the patience I need to do my job. But I will be taking on my real roles very soon. I, I've actually started to do the real training, um, and I began that process. And not just, you know, it, it was just because of the timing that I came on board with the organization because it was their busy season. Being that I work in the uh, implement, uh, employment tax division, um, end of year, meaning October, November, December, January, um, beginning of January is their busy season, right? So certainly, it, you know, um, I was busy uh, supporting the team as best as I could, right? But other than that, everything has been going okay, right? Um, Home life is good. You know, um, I guess you could say for once, there's not a lot to complain about, but there's always things to complain about with me. And it's not really that I complain. It's just that I struggle. I struggle each day. I struggle with with thoughts of... uh, feeling inadequate and uh, feeling like I'm not giving my family what they need, feeling like and remembering last year, although I need to move on, right? And um, it still eats at me thinking about last year. And I don't, like I've said before, I don't think I'm going to fully be recovered until until I reach my one-year mark here at my current company, which in all honesty, it's probably not going to, it's going to go by really fast, right? And um, we'll see what happens. I'm trying to stay focused. I'm trying to support my family. I'm trying to keep us afloat and keep us going every day, make sure the rent's paid, make sure we have food on the table, make sure everyone is clothed and everyone is okay. Um my mental health struggles from day to day. Some days it's good, some days it's not good. You know, it's difficult because, and I talk to my wife about this at times, that, you know, I I don't know. I, 
I think about my end. I think about the years in the future when I may not be here, right? And it it hurts her when I hear when she hears those things. Uh, obviously, because she doesn't want me to do anything to end my life, right? It, it's hard because you know I know from a biblical standpoint, um, we live in the devil's world, so to speak, right? The devil is ruler of earth, right? And he is here to lie, to cheat, to steal from us and make us do things where we give up our life, right? You know, and he's a he's great at it. The devil is great at destroying people's lives. You know, and I'm not going to say the devil is great because he's not. God is great. Jesus is great. But the devil is no match for God. But he still exists in our world, obviously, right? You know. There's an increase um, in our country, in our world of people who are losing faith, who are losing hope in a world that's continuously crumbling every day. You know, we are in the political spectrum of the year, meaning a new president. When you know, and this year is going to go by fast when the future is going to essentially be determined about who's going to rule the country, right? Biden or whoever versus Trump versus whoever, right? And it's incredibly scary times because uh, many may not believe this because some people are blind to it, but yeah, we, we are on the cusp of, you know, having somebody who will go full dictatorship on this country, right? And, and one would say, yeah, well, you know, that will never happen. You know, we're, our country would never allow that. And you know what? I'm sorry to say those who say that are wrong. You know, yes, whoever rules, if, if, if Trump was to become president again, he would turn our United States into a, some authoritative dictatorship in a matter of a short time. And our democracy would just die at that point, which, which is sad because it goes to show you how weak our democracy is, right? And, 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 and although we like to say that there are things in place to protect democracy, there are laws, there is the constitution, all of those things will only withstand being withheld if people are willing to follow the laws if people are willing to follow them if they're not then we are not going to have a democracy we do not live in a monarchy which means the uh, you know the, the the king makes all the decisions so to speak right and, and you know even in places where the monarchy exists like the united kingdom i mean they have the king the queen they have parliament they have rules they have laws in place um you know they they are you know they're so to speak 
you know, can't just do whatever they want, but in a way they can't, right? You know, there are other countries out there that, that are more prone to dictatorships because it's easier. Their, 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 their laws are weak and there's not people that are willing to stand up for them or, or there's not guardrails in place to protect the people. Yes, we have a lot of guardrails. We have guardrails with, from a federal level, from a state level, from a city level to a municipality level. We have a lot of guardrails, but those go, go out the window if people are not going to follow them. If we go to pure anarchy in this country, which if you watch the news, we, we are getting there, right? We are getting there. It's a scary time. It's a scary time for people. You know, and it's a scary time for my family too because, you know, we rent is sky high, food is continuously going up, corporate greed continues to get, get even worse, right, in this country and the world. So I won't just say it's in the United States, it's worldly. Corporations, CEOs, people, who run companies that are too big to fail, so to speak, um, can do things with impunity and, and, you know, do whatever they want, basically. Because this country has made those people gods, in a way. Now, I get it. There's only one god, okay? But this country makes them gods. This country makes celebrities gods that they can break the rules and, and get a slap on the wrist, but the rest of us, so to speak, are not allowed to do that. Not saying that I would, but we're not allowed to do that, right? Because if not, we'll be put in prison, put in jail, right? You know? So again, you know, where are we headed? You know, we, we most of us, if not all of us, um, want to live in a peaceful world but you know that will never happen peace in this world will never come until the the prince of peace comes back right which is jesus right and we don't know when that's going to happen we know that god jesus is in control of this world um he's omnipotent right he sees all. He knows what the future is. He, he knows everything that's going to happen, right? Um, so all we can do is pray, keep our faith, stay hopeful for the best. But I am losing hope. I am not losing faith in God, but I'm losing hope in being a good provider, being a good husband, being a good father, being a good employee. And sadly, I, I just think about death a lot. You know, I think about things like suicide and, and how I'll go about it and what my life would be like or my family's life would be like without me being here. You know, would they be okay? 
thinking about what's the perfect timing to do something like this because sadly when people end their life um timing is probably not the issue or the or the biggest concern right you think of like for instance you know steven twitch boss right which was um many of you may not know him but he was uh the the uh dj or he worked on ellen DeGeneres. he was a dancer and he was only 40 years old when he took his life um december 8th of 2022 yeah um just recently just as of a few days ago we had one person the spouse but she's also a, an artist in her own right i think of thomas bradley which he was a producer um or bradley thomas let me see bradley thomas so isabel thomas the wife of um bradley thomas who he was a producer for like killer of the flower moon he was a producer of other movies. She ended her life by jump, jumping off a Los Angeles hotel, you know, in the middle of the day, actually, right? She was 39 years old, right? Um, and in her own right, I think she went to Oxford and she was very intelligent, uh, an attractive woman, kids. I mean, they had the whole, the whole life, right? The whole life. She had her own projects, her own documentaries she's worked on, um, you know. I mean, she, you look at her and, and you wonder why, like somebody who had incredible influence and I'm just reading her biography in a way her projects were as diverse as her passions, reflecting a curiosity about people and our culture that inspired everyone lucky enough to spend time with her. We remember her as a soulmate, a beautiful daughter, sister, devoted mother and wife. This was part of her, I guess, obituary. Born in the Cotswolds, Thomas was the daughter of Sir Henry Lawrence, Seven Bonnet of Lucknow and his wife Penelope, ex-wife Penelope. She attended the University's Oxford and once advised Prime Minister David Cameron on his Tech City Startup Initiative, which he launched in 2010. She also DJed and reportedly partied with Amy Whitehouse while living in London. Right. So she, I mean, you know, she had life, right? But people, people are suffering today, right? People are really struggling and suffering today. And um, I guess the best segue right now, I'm going to play this song um, because I think it's a, it goes along with what I'm saying. But um, it, it's a song by one of my favorite artists, which is Green Day. And this is from one of their newest releases um, called The American Dream is Killing Me. But, but take a listen. The American dream is killing me. The American dream is killing me. 
I mean, Green Day perfectly sums up what many of us are feeling today, doesn't it, right? I mean, Green Day has been obviously around since the 90s. Love their songs, love their music. I mean, they, they, they don't cease to ever have like a bad song in my opinion, you know? So just, just great song, but yeah, the American dream is killing us, right? So what is the American dream for those of you who are not from the USA? You know, the bows, the home, the, the white picket fence, the, the, the two and a half kids, the, the money in the bank, right? Where everything is just, in a sense, okay. Where you don't have worries in a sense of how where's my next meal gonna come from? How am I gonna feed the family? Can I pay the mortgage this year this month? Can I put gas in my car because can let me look at my bank account? You know, no, everything's great. Now don't get me wrong, life is not perfect, obviously. We're all gonna have struggles, we're all gonna go through things, we're all gonna have things that because we're human, right? But the American dream is what so many people fight for. And it's dead. It's dead, in my opinion, right? The American dream used to be an affordable way of living. Now it's not. Now people who work every single day are living on the streets, living in their cars, because they cannot survive. And it's through no fault of their own. Right, that is that is where we are today in the U.S. of A. Right, and it's heartbreaking. It's sad. This is one of the things I think about that I would never want my family to go through. I would rather sacrifice myself to make sure my family, my wife, my daughter were okay. That they had a roof over their head. They had food. They had money. Right. Because why would I want them to suffer, right? And I know many people say, well, you know, a family, you got to stick together and deal with it. Yeah, deal with homelessness together. Be on the street together. Just because, you know, yeah, you're together, but you're on the street suffering together. And that's life. No, no. You know, there's so much out there on the street that we don't even see every day. People getting hurt, abused, shot, killed, raped, you name it, by just living on the street because people come along and take advantage, right? Slim pickings for many people, unfortunate souls who live out there right now, who live on the streets, who are abused and get hurt and, and get killed and 
and, and cannot live in peace and can't find a bathroom and, and can't eat and, and, you know, and, you know, a lot of other things that many of us never experienced, right? I always have to remember whenever I'm out and about and I'm at the store or I'm somewhere and I see a homeless person, my first thought is not that, oh, they're probably on drugs or the money I give them is, is just going to be used for alcohol or drug. No, you know what? In my opinion, the money I give them, if I give them anything, it is between them and God, okay? If they want to use it for drugs, so be it, right? So be it, right? That's on them. My heart is clean because I did everything. I, I did what I could to try to help those people, right? The best I could. But even then, homeless are made out to be scabs, like in our society, make them almost in a sense to make them look like they're vermin, they're subhuman, like not to bother helping them. When that is not what we should be doing, in a sense, we should be helping them in any way we can, if possible, right? But unfortunately, we we live in a rotten world. We live in a crooked world. Who who if if those people cannot provide to society, we we outcast them. You know, we we like to preach in this country that we are a country of uh, of kindness, of respect, of laws, um, but we're really not. I mean, look at how people are treated just trying to come in and, and live a new life coming in from other countries, right? Treated like vermin, like nothing, right? Some of the horrible things that we hear today, especially when I was, uh, I heard a comment a few weeks ago how Greg Abbott, which is the governor of Texas, said basically, Oh, well, we, we're not allowed to shoot the migrants coming over illegally. Um, Joe Biden wouldn't allow us to do that. And I'm sorry if this is getting political, but there are things out there that are being said that are horrible, horrible things. Is that how we treat humanity today, right? What, what kind of example do we teach people around here on how to treat people, right? Is that what we want to teach our kids? You're only as good as... You're only as good as uh, what you can provide other people or, or the life that you live. Or if you have a job, you're, you're, you suddenly have value. But when you don't or when you struggle or when you're living on the street, that you're suddenly worthless. You know? I know Jesus doesn't think that, obviously. He loves all of us. All of us. Right? And we must remember that. We must. Right, but where well, this society is crumbling, right? You know, is it possible we could go full fledged George Orman Orwell 1984 in this country? Absolutely, right? Absolutely, we could get there, right? You know, other countries fear for us right now, but what our elections will bring, right? I know we got a lot going on in this world, but you know what's happening today? 
is that people are being misdirected to look elsewhere when danger is coming our way, right? We are so, people are so distracted by media, by TV, by the news, by opinions, by a lot of different things when the real danger is coming right for us and we're not even going to see it coming because we're going to be too focused on the things that don't matter. Things like celebrities who, and the media who, who, who makes their living off promoting their incredible lives. Lives that are better than all of us. They have the wealth, they have the money, they have the intellect, they have everything that, that we should want. And, and because we don't have it, we we're, we're worthless as human beings, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I'm not a millionaire. Probably never will be. I'm certainly never probably going to be a billionaire, right? I'll probably be a thousandaire, right? I know that word doesn't really exist, but, <laughs> but you know, we're all going to die one day, right? We all have a, so to speak, last breath that we're all going to take. No one's going to live forever. Even if you're rich, you're going to die, right? But in the meantime, the rich continue. And, and again, I'm not to, trying to villainize the rich, but though there's certain rich people who, who just want to make this country worse for their benefit, right? For their benefit, right? All right. They're on a, on a more happier note, right? Um, continuing to write, continuing to... Um, get my gonna get my book ready. Um, the Menagerie Locket. I'm having that gonna be available March 17th. Yes, I know that's St. Patrick's Day. That's also my wife's birthday, right? I like to pick release dates that are memorable to me. Last year, I think I uh, I picked Father's Day, right? That that was an important date to me. Um, so that book is going to be ready. I just have to create the cover for that book. Um, but it's every, every all the text has been written. Everything's ready to go. Um, I'm currently writing the follow-up to The Pox. And I'm in the process of writing that. Right? I'm also writing a, uh, a biography on my life. Right? That I hope to have this done this year. Ready for publishing next year. Right? Um, why am I writing a biography when I'm a nobody, so to speak, right? I'm not Britney Spears. I'm not Barbara Streisand. I don't have 40 years of, uh, of experience in entertainment or, or music, or I'm not a president of the United States. I'm a nobody, folks. A nobody. But why would I write a biography? Why would I write one? A memoir? Well, I write it because I do it for the history of myself and my family. Because when there's a day when I'm not here one day, I want my daughter, my family to have something of mine, tangible in their hands that they can read and hopefully have a better understanding of who I am, right? It's really meant for them, right? 
It's really meant for them. It's really meant for my daughter, right? And if my life is cut short one day, right? My books, my blogs, my podcasts, my vlogs are really all meant for her and my other family too, but really for her because I never want her to not know who I was, how I thought, right? And it's important that I, you know, I have it there, right? Um, because there were, you know, thinking back when my mother passed, right? Or even other family members, right? Um, I, I really know nothing about their past life. Only things that they had told me about when they were alive. Which is not a lot. And that's pretty heartbreaking because um, I think it's important that we all know our history. We all know our ancestry. We all know the people who are in our life and what they went through and their story, right? So important, right? So important. The book that I'm writing is an autobiography, but it's also it's also going to be infused with my 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 faith. It's also going to be infused with, you know, my life, the people, what I've gone through, my struggles, a lot of different things, right? So again, I'm going to be writing that, and um, there are other projects in the works that I would like to work on. I've I'm writing a short story, which could turn into a new book. Who knows? Right. Um, I would like to also publish my short stories when I was a child. I have those written down on, on um, notepad paper. Right. And I just have to write them and transfer them and and create a book out of it. Right. Which I, I don't really think that would be that difficult. Right. I've actually written blogs about it and I've actually had a series of blogs um that are out there based on my childhood stories. Um, so there's projects um, that I'm writing on and continuously writing and uh, keeping busy with that, right? But in the meantime, you know, um, I, I'm just gonna focus on my faith, focus on what God has planned for this year for me and my family. I do have, let's see, a devotional here. Let me see what we got here. What is it? February 3rd, right? Let's see what, what we got here. Love your neighbor. What a great topic. You shall not take vengeance, nor hear any grunge or hear any or bear any grudge against the children of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself i am the lord leviticus 19:18 love didn't begin in the new testament the ethical teachings about loving one's neighbor began in leviticus 
the heart of the Moses the Mosaic law. So centuries was the command to love one's neighbor as oneself that is quoted seven times in the New Testament, four times in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and by Jesus twice by Paul. Romans thirteen nineteen, Galatians five fourteen, and once by James, James two eight. Jewish religious teachers thought that the command to love one's neighbor implied hating one's enemy. But Jesus corrected that misinterpretation of Leviticus, saying we are to love both neighbors and enemies. Hopefully you don't have enemies, but everyone has neighbors in the form of another or another. And we are to love both enemies and neighbors as we are to love ourselves do we spend money on ourselves do we go out of the way for ourselves do we treat ourselves with kindness that's how we are to love others look around today if you see a neighbor in need reach out and do for them what you would have done for yourself right and amen to that right we certainly would be in a much better world if we loved our neighbor like ourselves. We loved our enemy like ourselves. And I, I get it. Loving your enemy is not easy. It's difficult. It almost seems impossible, but it is possible. You have to take that that part of yourself that of hate and and you know and, and bring that humility out of yourself and be humble, right? That's what we need more of it today, right? Um to be more humble towards those around us, right? Certainly. Well, I got one more song here. And I think we're moving along great, but I, I don't want to run out the clock. But let me play this song. And you've heard this one before. This is in honor of Rocky, Apollo Creed, you know, uh, Mickey, Polly, even Drago, Clubber. Right, Duke, Talia, or you know Adrian, right? You know all of those characters. But this is in honor of um, Carl Withers, Apollo Creed, most importantly. And if it doesn't play, then I'm not going to worry about it. But. Yeah, it's not going to play. It's all right. Well, uh, don't worry. I'll play our theme song when we end out for today, right? Anyways, I want to thank all of you for being with me here today on this another Just Talk with Joe Meyer pod. And uh, hopefully you have a wonderful weekend. You know, have peace in the weekend. Have peace with your family. Enjoy your week. Wishing all of you an incredible, incredible, prosperous uh, month of February. And I will talk to you again, of course, right? But until then, um, thank you for being with me. <laughs>